Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right. Welcome back to probably a podcast in none other than um, another kitchen setting scene. But... It will not stay like this. Actually, James literally just walked out. Uh, bye. Bye, babe. Get the fuck out. Um, no, we love him. We love him, but he... I'm so weird. Like, this podcast is about to be available for literally whoever wants to listen to it, but for some reason, whenever he's in the house, I'm like, oh, I'm about to record my podcast. You have to get the fuck out of here. He's like, babe, but when you're done with the podcast, I could listen to it. I'm like, mm, not the same. Um, okay, so obviously a lot happening and producer Courtney God love her for sticking through it all and she's like okay so where are we gonna film the podcast me I have all these grand plans of having this actual podcast studio which by the way there is a room for it it is going to be amazing but you know shit takes time and when I was putting together the house if you think about it like I wasn't like first things first podcast studio like it's actually pretty low on the on the totem pole, like kitchen, bedroom, bathrooms, things like that. Like I really wanted to get done and things like my podcast studio. I was like, everyone that watches this instead of just listening, they're rocking with me with all my different backdrops. I'm like an ever changing zoom call where people are just like one minute they're in the beaches of, you know, Kashkai and the next minute they're in like the desert or the Eiffel towers behind them. So, um, it's a little less glamorous than that right now. It's just another scene of my kitchen. Really, really excited to be in this house. Um, I am beyond ecstatic actually because it is just making me feel like I am officially planted. I'm officially just like exactly where I've wanted to be. And let me tell you something about Franklin, Tennessee. Wonderful, beautiful, amazing. It is so quiet. I do not think I realized how much I needed and was like just pining for a little bit of quiet um in my life and maybe that was and is because I travel so much I'm doing so much and you know being in London a lot London is literally like New York but cleaner and they have different accents but it's just a loud place like James Flat is in a really bustling fun gorgeous part of London called Chelsea Fulham and yeah it's like you're in New York you know like it's not quiet and then in Nashville we it was never quiet my house that I was in grannies um the granny house I was in I that one was on a busy street and then the stunning stunning apartment that I was in that was on a really busy highway which I didn't really care because it was just so gorgeous and I was thankful but it was like I came here and I don't sleep with a sound machine I'm not one of those girls but I I'm like I think we have to get a sound machine because like I can hear my like 
pulse. Like it's so quiet, but it's so nice. I've been sleeping so good. We got uh, we got temporary shades going on here. We got all the things. And if you've moved before, you know, things just trickle in slowly. So let's talk about the move. So I told you guys before in other podcast episodes and I have used them six, seven times. This is not an ad. I just genuinely, I genuinely love black tie so, so much. Black tie moving helped me out and uh, like, you know, when just little old me, how could she pack up a big old house by herself? Because I lived in a house, you know, before this. And then a couple on top of that, that I was going to put everything in storage. They were so, so wonderful, so professional, the way they packaged stuff. So this time, this weekend I was gone, I was on a girl's trip. James unwrapped everything. And the way that he was like, Shannon, there was stuff that I was like, yeah, we'll see how this goes. And he goes, and I unwrapped it. These like really fragile glass pieces. He's like, I was just expecting the worst because I don't know what to expect. He's like, I, I can't even believe how they, they wrapped this as if it was going to be shipped to Japan and back. I mean, that is how much they take care of your stuff. I just can't say enough good things about black tie. They literally come, they show up, they roll out a red carpet, an actual red carpet. They're just so respectful. I love them. They made my life, my move, everything about it so much easier. And if you're moving or packing or need anything in your life to do with that, you need to call black tie. I've used them. I want to say at this point, this is so embarrassing that I've moved this many times in Nashville, but I've used them seven times, seven times. And I keep going back. So love you, black tie. Thank you so much for making my life so much easier. Um, okay. So the move, we had the guys come in, like I said, black tie was wonderful. And it was like, it's crazy because the unpacking process is so much um, faster than the packing process, right? But still, I do this every time. They're unloading. I'm like, whoa, they're getting stuff in here quick. And then and then it's like three hours in and I call Taylor and she's like, how far along are y'all? Because Taylor didn't move into her house until like three days after me. She's like, how far along are you guys? And I was like, well, um, I think they'll be done in about maybe the next two hours y'all not that they weren't good at their jobs but like so laughable like they had so much stuff to pull out of these pods that I had which um I can't say enough horrible things about pods and um I'll never use them again I will literally never use the company pods ever again you guys know if you listen to this podcast the uh New York situation when I was in New York moving my stuff in the pods and how awful that was and you know what they just came around did the same thing it was so hard to schedule them they um made it really difficult so couldn't recommend them less just wanted to go ahead and shout that out and uh, they black tie was unpacking the pods that were delivered. And I was just so grossly underestimating how much like shit I had because I moved out of a big house into a house that's a bit, a little bit larger. And so trying to figure out where to put stuff. I did not do what Taylor did. I didn't do what probably a lot of you actual smart human beings do, which is like, I don't know, take a little inventory of all the furniture you have. And then you're like, okay, where will this piece go in my new house? Will I even use this piece in the new house? Instead, I was like, I bet everything fits exactly like it did in my old house. No way it doesn't. So, um, it doesn't, by the way, just so you guys are absolutely aware. Um, I didn't measure anything and none of it fits. <laughs> Not none of it. Sorry. I'm like sitting, I got to get a new couch. A lot of the tables don't fit. And I love my furniture so much that I'm like, but I want it to work. So we're going to have to just like slowly, but surely figure that stuff out. Um, Taylor was as per usual, always right. And she did tell me to order things like blinds and shades like a month before I moved in. That way, when you're actually living in your home and you don't want to be walking around naked. Also, one thing about James, that man is always walking around naked. And I don't think he understands. I'm like, babe, 
at first it was like, haha, funny. And then I actually had a serious conversation with him the other day. I was like, Hey, this is America. It's not Europe. Okay. We're not on some fancy little nude beach. You can't be walking around here naked. And he's like, babe, I don't care. I was like, I know you don't care, but we have neighbors now. I'm not trying to have the 14 year old that lives beside us or, or the man and wife that lives behind us be like, Hey, super quick. Can you tell your boyfriend to stop walking around with his dangling out? It's inappropriate. It's not okay. Like you can't do that. So we got to get blinds up in this bitch ASAP Rocky because James is just, he's feeling free flowing. He's, he's balls to the wall, quite literally. So we got to get his nakedness under control and figure out how to get some blinds in here. Um, we painted a room, which is cool. We're starting like the renovation process. I did move into my house and immediately decide that I absolutely hated our bathroom. Like, I don't know why or how to explain it. Cause it's a perfectly nice bathroom. And I'm sure if you guys saw pictures, you'd be like, I love the bathroom. I hate it. I hate it so much. I feel like it looks very bachelor pad esque and I don't, I want this house to be like warm and comforting and like draw you in. And also I'm in my bathroom all the time. Like whether I'm getting ready, whether I'm just like taking a bath or shower, I, I don't, I want my like bathroom to be an oasis. And right now it's feeling like cold and dark and like, like I said, like bachelor pad esque, like James, of course, James is like, Oh, love it. I'm like, yeah, I bet you do. And it's not staying. So the move is going good. I think if you can, if you're watching the podcast, you can see the cabinets behind me. I'm completely painting and redoing the kitchen, but the kitchen is not offensive to me at all whatsoever. So it's like secondary on the list. Um, there's naturally a few things that Taylor has told me I absolutely have to change. And I'm like, not doing that. But then I'm sure eventually I'll be like, damn, I should have done that. Cause what do we know about Taylor? She's always right. This podcast will come out next Tuesday, which means I will have done my live show in Nashville, Tennessee. Hopefully it is a massive, huge, smash success. But if it's not, and I feel miserably, don't you want to see me do that again in person? So come to my live show, okay? Because I just feel like it'll be so much fun. I don't feel like it. I know it will. Even if, look at me on this solo podcast. I told Courtney, I said, I don't know what to fucking talk about today. She goes, just, just do it. Just do it, girl. Just talk. You went on a girl's trip. Let's talk about the girl's trip, okay? Oh, actually, I have written down. I did write some notes because I'm a motherfucking professional. Um, my yard. The only issue, I'm just going to kind of like bring you guys along on this entire like house journey because she's a homeowner now. Um, yeah. So the builders that we went with, because obviously this is like a spec home. So it's like a builder grade type situation. Um, I think I've explained that to you guys before. Basically, you get a layout of your home and then you can pick the finishes, the colors, the tile, whatever. But like you can't change anything else, you know, of the exterior or interior layout. Anyways. Um, when I bought this house, which I was never not going to do because I wanted to be beside Taylor because I'm literally her stalker. Um, whenever I got it, I will say my, my house is on a hill, which doesn't bother me super, super much, except for the fact that like everyone else does have these beautiful flat yards. Um, I don't have a bunch of kids right now. I don't have a situation. I don't have a, a need for a huge fence for dogs right now. So it wasn't super crippling. The idea of me, of me having this like kind of hilly backyard. I was like, it's fine. And of course everyone kept joking, like you should get an infinity pool. And I'm like, mm, honestly, that sounds kind of fucking cool. So maybe I will do infinity pool because then the hill would just, you know, right over the water would make sense. Anyways, here's what happened. This podcast episode is sponsored by care of. 
I feel like I'm going to be 85 years old and still talking about Cara vitamins because I just love them and I've used them for so long, like years and years. I think actually about six years now and I ain't stopping. I love these things for a multitude of reasons and I've gotten all my family to start taking them as well because anytime I go home and they see these cute little personalized packs, they're like, wait, I need that. And it's great because outside of it being personalized with your name on the packets, like it's so cute. It just says, Shannon, you actually completely get a personalized pack of exactly what your body needs. Okay. You just take the easiest little in-depth five-minute quiz that asks you all about your body, your lifestyle, day-to-day consumptions and health goals. And now this is the part we got to be honest. Okay. Cause it's going to ask you some questions like, Hey, Shannon, how many drinks you have in a week? And we know we'd be loving wine, but we got to be honest, but it's great because for me, especially in regards to alcohol consumption in my pack, I got magnesium, which is helpful because you can be deficient in magnesium when consuming alcohol. I've also got ashwagandha for concentration, B12 for energy and probiotics for my gut health. You know, I am a freak about my gut health. Okay. And I can see a serious difference in my digestion when I'm consistently taking my care of vitamins. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs because I don't understand all the sciencey fancy words sometimes. So they really break it down and explain it to you. And these goals are personalized by doctor backed recommendation, taking all the guesswork out of the supplements that are best suited for you. And also for all of us trying to care about sweet little mother earth more, take comfort in knowing that care of daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compositable film. Okay. We love that. So you can stress less about your impact on the environment. I am always traveling. You guys know this. So having the little individual packs made up with everything I need is so much more convenient than packing a bunch of different pill bottles in my luggage. Like I just do not have space for that. Okay. And y'all already know that I hooked it up with a code for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code probably 50. That's a whopping 50% off your first order by heading to takecareof.com and entering code probably 50. Me, Shannon Ford. Absolutely never mowed a lawn in my life. Not, not a one time. Now I, I'm a country mouse, but that's just one thing that my dad and mom did make us do. They never made us go mow the lawn. I think they did make my brother do that because you know what? That's on boy tours. There are boy tours and there are girl tours and that is a boy tour. Um, although producer Courtney, you kind of strike me as someone that would like loves getting out there and mowing the grass. Are you not in your head? She's not in your head. I feel, yeah, I really actually feel like maybe a lot of people listening to this are like for many different circumstances, I did mow the grass. But for me personally, call me a princess if you want, never mow the lawn. Now let's talk about James. James from London. They don't have grass. I mean, they do, but like, you know, in public places, James has never mowed the grass. So I'm like, James, call our friends. We have so many friends in this neighborhood already, which is so, so wonderful. And I'm like, call our friend Clay. He will tell you how to mow the grass. And he's like, I've got to call another man and ask him how to teach me how to mow the lawn. I was like, he'll love it. He's Southern. He'll be like, absolutely. My dad, if, if, if my dad had a London next door neighbor who came over and was like, listen, hands up. I don't know how to mow the lawn. <laughs> I'll buy the lawnmower. I'll buy the accoutrements, but I don't know how to mow the grass. My dad would be like, oh man, I'd love nothing more. Let me teach you the ropes, whatever. So anyways, we are going to learn how to mow the grass. But in the meantime, our amazing neighbor was like, I'll mow the grass for you because it's tall. So he came over, he mowed the grass. Ta- Taylor and Mike hadn't actually moved in yet at this point. And he was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, what? He said, Shannon, your yard's hard to mow because of this hill. He's like, it literally, I wasn't here yet. I was still out of town when he mowed it. And he was like, I literally was suspended in the air with my lawnmower. And it was like cutting off because like it, for I'm sure safety protocols and reasons the machine has like a cutoff that like if it's suspended in the air, it's like, mm, we should probably turn these swirling blades off. So he's like, I don't know how like you guys are going to do it. So we're, we're um, at current, we're trying to figure out our yard situation. Cause I'm wondering now if my grading, do you guys know what that means? Um, I don't really either, but allegedly it means like the, the, like the layout 
layout of your yard, the grading of your property in your lot. The grading might be just a teensy bit off. So we're going to try to figure that out. I'll bring you along on that journey because I'm really excited to like landscape and put in pretty trees and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, the yard, we'll have to figure that out. And then TBD on me and James figuring out how to mow a lawn because we also don't want to like ever, I, I don't know, we could obviously hire people to do it, but like, it's kind of, don't people that mow the grass love to mow the grass? Isn't that like a thing? Like they love to just get out there and mow the grass. I don't know. I could be so wrong. Um, all right. So the boxes, the boxes are really something. My entire garage is filled with just empty boxes. And I know Alex Bennett just talked about um, a whole a whole Ponzi scheme. It wouldn't be a Ponzi scheme, but you know what I mean? A whole like I business idea that where she's like boxes that, what was it that break down themselves? And I was like, that is so niche, Alex. Like, no, let me tell you something. Really wishing I had that right now. Cause our, our girl, I'm going to show you producer Courtney. When we leave, you'll be shooketh. You will be shooketh at the amount of boxes that we have. So Got to figure that out. Um, but nevertheless, we proceed. And here's the thing. Live shows on Friday was moving all day, Monday, Tuesday, around Wednesday was when things kind of just like, I was like going balls to the wall, just unpacking, unpacking boxes, moving stuff, moving stuff. And on Thursday, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm really excited because I feel like we've got almost everything out of the boxes. And now I'm just, why did I just have the biggest urge to go out of the box, out of the box? Does anyone else remember that show? That show fucked. I loved that show. Um, okay. Sorry. What was the other show with the lemur? Is that the same show? No, the lemur that always like took you to a special land. Mm, I'm going to have to Zaboomafu! Oh my god, that was quick. You didn't even Google it. I always have producer Courtney here in case I need something. She like can Google it, and she, that one came right out of the old brain box. Congrats, Zaboomafu! That was I loved that one too. Um, okay, so guys, slightly off track. Um, okay, so it was Thursday, and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. Actually, producer Courtney had come over because we were like discussing live show stuff, and she's like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, this weekend, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything but running through my live show a thousand motherfucking times and the the segments and making sure everything is locked and loaded. And then I'm just spending, and I, I mean, James and I were talking about this. I was like, how nice is it that we are just going to have the next like three days just to organize like nest, like nesting mode 1000. Like by the end of this weekend, I honestly feel like this house will be put together. He's like, I think so too. It's Thursday. I get a text from a group chat. There's a group. Um, I got a, I got a question whenever I posted like solo. I always post like solo podcast. What do you guys want me to chat about today? And because I just went on a girl's trip. Someone was like, yeah, how do you get the girl's trip out of the group chat? So that is a great question because here's the thing. It is so hard once you get to a certain age and everyone's just kind of like done their own thing. Everyone's just kind of moved, moved away or started families. Like, listen, people have life obligations. We can't, we're no longer, maybe if you're listening to this, you're 22, which we love this for you. But like when you get to a certain age, you can't really just drop fucking everything and just go on a girl's trip on a whim. Right. And almost all of my friends have kids and families and stuff. So, and all of them have kind of, there's only like two of my original like friend group that still live in Nashville. So Anyways, we're just all kind of spread out and about. These things take time to take planning. And so to answer your question, how to get the girls trip out of the group chat, there's got to be one girl, and maybe you can be this girl if you ask this question. There's got to be one girl who says, because everyone's always like, oh my God, yes, I'd love to do a trip. You know, the group chat will go off like a couple times a year being like, we've got to plan something. Oh my God, totally, totally. There's got to be one girl in the group for us. It was our friend Skylar. There's got to be one girl in the group that's like, hey, girls trip, where are we going? And then we like bounce around a couple ideas and we're like, sounds fun, sounds fun. She's like, okay, pick the spot, just found Airbnbs. Everyone cool with this one? And then 
you're like, uh, oh, um, yeah, that Airbnb looks nice. And she's like, cool, dates. These are the dates. And that t- took a little bit longer because people were like mulling back and forth like, oh, maybe I could do these dates. Maybe I could do those dates. She planned something three months in advance, which is not not personally my cup of tea. Me and Taylor talk about all the time how it's like when something's planned three months in advance, I, I know I have the luxury of not having like full ass adult responsibilities. So like, I know that most people have to plan three months in advance because they have children, childcare, all these things. Right. And so you got to make sure your husband's not going to burn the place down and can watch your two kids. So, so obviously call your mom. So your mom can come to town because we don't trust him. And I was like, yes, those dates look great. Oh my God. Yep. July 28th. Perfect. Perfect. To the weekend. Love. She sends the, um, Airbnb. We all pay her three months ago. It's locked in. Right. I will say thank fuck I was smart enough at the time to be like I should go ahead and buy my flights so I went ahead and bought my flights so basically the whole trip's planned and I just forgot about it so to answer your question on the front end how do you get the girls trip out of the group chat you gotta have one friend who literally force feeds everyone the information the airbnbs the flights and everything and then people will just robotically follow and they'll do it and then the trip is planned so I'm in this group chat we're talking about outfits it's three months ago we're, we've been talking about it for you know, three months now, maybe once every two weeks, someone will pop into the group chat, talk about how excited they are or something funny or I don't know. Right. This text pops up on Thursday. Courtney had quite literally just left my house after I was like, I'm just going to be nesting. I'm just going to be working on the live show. Work, work, work. She's a boss girl and unpacking, relaxing fun. And I get a text from our friend Reagan and Reagan says, "Ugh." I have tried everything. I am so sorry. And I remembered that she had texted a couple times before being like, I'm really trying to um, reconfigure. She just opened up in a fabulous salon in Alabama. And so she's like, I'm trying to reconfigure some dates for some weddings that I have to do, um, make them here for her and all these other things for my you know, business that she runs. She's like, I'm not going to be able to make it work after all. And I rem- remembered her saying that a month ago when she was trying to shift stuff around. So I was like, oh, bummer. And then I looked at the text and everyone's like, oh, we'll miss you, Ray. She's like, we'll miss you. And I looked at the text and someone's like, bummer, this weekend won't be the same without you and I was like didn't what what are they talking about this weekend the girls trip isn't until the 28th and today's the 27th today's the 27th I was like oh my god oh my god I am so sad Reagan did not come on the trip I am so sad she was so thoroughly missed but if she had not sent that motherfucking text message I would have woken up the next day because my flight was at like 9 a.m. I would have woken up and I would have absolutely and like imagine that people being like what do you mean Shannon like like, I get it. Everyone was really nice to me. They were, cause I full, full on just transparently told them like, yo, I forgot this trip was this weekend. And they were like, well, you've got so much going on. You just moved, you got your live show coming up. And, and I appreciate my friends for being like understanding and sweet like that. But like, it's pretty crazy to just literally, like if I would have woken up that next day and just been like, do, 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 making my coffee, making my eggs. And all of my friends are on planes to Florida. And I've like paid for my flights, paid for the Airbnb and been so excited. Like, I like what? That would just be crazy. So I'm so sad, but so happy that Reagan texted in the group chat. And then I looked at James and I had a full on, I'm not going to lie, like kind of like meltdown. I was like, I really needed to do stuff with the house this week. And I really need to do my girl's trip. I, I, I really need to do my live show. And he was like, calm down. Let's just take a breath. He's like, okay, call one of your friends. So I call Mary Carlisle. So we were all going to Jupiter, Florida. Um, we had this whole beautiful weekend planned out. We were in Jupiter, uh, like had found an Airbnb that was stunning. That was only like five minutes away from Mary Carlisle um, and her husband's house. Mary Carlisle and Ricky. Ricky, her husband, sings at this tiki bar that's like so fun, so amazing. We had a boat day planned for one day. We had like a party bus picking us up and taking us to Palm Beach for one of the days. Like you guys, this was like a thoroughly planned, very fun trip. We are going to have a little that's a raven moment. Oh, wait, actually, 
that's a Raven looks into the future. Sorry. Okay, we're gonna go into the past for a second. All right, we gotta go back to sex ed for just a teeny tiny little second. It is absolutely drilled into our heads how to prevent pregnancy. But what about when it's time to plan for it? You know, I feel like we're taught in school and we're taught just growing up in general that we're supposed to go to the OBGN once a year for our annual checkup. But what about checking in with our fertility, okay? It usually isn't a thing until we're ready for kids and sometimes not even then. And more times than not, we aren't checking in with our fertility until we find ourselves struggling to get pregnant. And listen, we no longer live in a day and age where we just have to wait and see. It is 2023, baby. We do not have to do that. Why not just find out sooner? Knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And that's exactly why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a single, simple finger prick. Listen, I did this a few years ago when I was actually a little stressed out. I was like, I have to prick my finger. There's going to be blood. It was so easy. It was not bad at all. I've done it again now that I'm 29, and I'm just curious about my body as I age. They make it so easy. You just mail in the sample you take with the little prepaid label, and then you'll get your personalized results within six business days. Like I said, very quick, very easy. And what you get back is really cool because they give you insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, AKA, do we have more or fewer eggs than average for our age and other important factors that can really impact your fertility. The results go really deep into every hormone and what they mean. So if you're like me and I don't understand all this science fancy verbiage, don't worry. They break it all down really nicely for you in layman's terms. And you can download the results and share them with your doctor, which is really nice. Cut off the middleman. You can kind of just give them right to your doctor. Traditional hormone testing like this at a fertility clinic can cause cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Oh, and you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA, which is amazing. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That's modernfertility.com slash probably. So I did not want to cancel, but I felt really panicky and anxiety ridden. And I was like, you know what? These are my real friends. If I call them and tell them I can't come, they're going to understand and be like, do what's best for you, babe. Like you got to. So I call them. I know that sounds so mushy, but when I tell you, I full on, I called my friend Dugan. She was already in Florida with, with Mary Carlisle. And I was like, Hey, like told her the truth. Like I forgot. I, I forgot. Like I just got Reagan's text and I, I was so confused how she was on this weekend. And then I realized it is tomorrow and I'm freaking out and all my clothes are still in boxes and I haven't unpacked. And I, I, I and she was like, calm down. And she just made me, I don't even, she didn't even really say too many things. Like Dugan wasn't like giving me a pep talk. She was like, oh, you forgot. She's like, that's okay. It's girl's trip. Like just throw some stuff in a bag. It's all of us. It's like literally like the people in my life that do not judge me at all. I don't, like I said, this is going to sound machine lame, but like, I don't know how to explain that hearing her and Mary Carlisle's voice put me at, in such a calm aura. I was like, oh my God, I actually, for my mental health, I need to go on this girl's trip. Like I actually, if you're getting really stressed out and think you can't do something and it involves like your actual true friends, I'm telling you going and doing it will, it is exactly what you need. Like if you're an overworked, overstressed mom, who's like with your kids all day at work all day, feels like you have a million things juggling and you're like, how can I possibly do a girl's trip right now? Take the girl's trip. I swear to God, I was gone and I, I, I wouldn't say like wasted isn't the right word, but like I missed out on valuable time that I could have been like prepping for my live show and unpacking this house. But what it did for my mental health in a time where I'm just like all over the place and I was just getting over getting sick and you would think like how the fuck is she also going on a girl's trip? She's going to run herself ragged. It was the most like relaxing, calming experience ever, except for the fact that I did fully go feral in Jupiter, Florida. And we'll discuss that in a second. But like 
I just couldn't say enough good things about going on that trip. And it was just like so great for me. So we get to Jupiter. I'm like packing a bag last minute. I looked at James. I'm like, you got to spray tan me. My guy, he's like understood the assignment. You go into the beach with the girls, back that ass in a circle, bend over, time to spray you. So that sounds really sexual, but you know, it's not at all. It's just literally him spraying me with cold spray tan solution. So get the spray tan, go to sleep take a flight, get to West Palm Beach is where we flew into. And then we go, we have the best first night. We all just drank so much red wine and had the best time. We actually did a little gender reveal for one of my friends who was on the trip and pregnant. Um, Paige, as a boy. And it was just so fun. So we had a great first night. And then the next day was the boat day. Also, there was like, I, I was I was explaining this to um, Taylor when I got back. She's like, did you have the best time ever? It looks so much fun. I was like, I had so much fun. I was like, there were like a couple times where like some like Bravo-esque things happened. And I mean that in the sense that like all, there were seven of us. All seven of us are such close friends. But we're those close friends that like will absolutely roast each other or be like call each other out or say whatever. So there's no hold bars with us. Like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, like we don't go, we don't like go into another room and talk shit about each other. Like on a girl's trip, we just, like, we would just be like, why the fuck are you doing that? And like, they'd be like, what, me, why, what do you fuck? Are you? Anyways, there were these like tiny little Bravo esque moments that I wasn't like necessarily a part of per se that I cannot express to you that I laughed so hard. I remember thinking at one point, Oh my God, this is so funny. I can't wait to tell my friends this. And then I was like, wait, these are my friends. These are my friends and I'm not watching a reality show. This is so funny. Like getting seven girls together, you're just always going to have a funny fucking time. So we were just with a crew of fun ass people. I was going absolutely feral and I just loved every second of it because these, we are the type of friends, like I said, who will just like say anything, do anything. And then like, we're obviously fine. I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes later, but there were just so many moments where I was like, oh my God, I feel like we're at like one of those dinners on a Bravo show and we're like fighting and making up and it's so fun. And it would literally last 30 minutes. I don't know how to explain to you that it was just like so good for my soul because none of it was serious and none of it was traumatic. It was just like so fun. I just... I love my friends and I missed them. I missed them so much. I don't know why I decided to do this on this trip. Um, I decided to, to someone messaged me and said, I do not know what, cause I obviously like posted uh, like all these insane videos and random shit I was doing on my story. And someone resp- like responded to one of my stories and was like, I don't know what was unleashed inside of you on this trip, but I am simply an outsider looking in. And I can't imagine being there. Like what? has gotten into you and you guys don't I love to party I love to cause a scene and be fun but on this trip in particular maybe I just needed a little bit of attention I don't know I was feral as fuck if there was a table I was like we should get on top of that if there was um a bottle that was like on a bus or something that should not have been brought inside I was like I'll sneak it in under my dress and they were like you don't have to do that I was like no we're gonna do that like anything there was an ice bucket on a table full of champagne I'm taking the champagne out I'm sticking my head in it absolutely sax player playing saxophone at a beach club I'm absolutely asking him if I can also blow on his saxophone he said yes I wasn't bad we get on the I'm covered from head to toe I actually asked producer Courtney I was like can we go like uh chest up for this episode for filming wise because I am covered from head to toe in bruises on my legs and I FaceTime James the day after the boat day and I was like look at my legs and he's like oh my god how did that happen I was like I'll tell you exactly how it happened. I was on the raft on the back of the boat demanding that people fight me. Demanding. Who's going to fight me? Fight me. Demanding that everyone get on the raft with me other than our friend Paige who's pregnant. Everyone had to get on the raft and fight me, which I 
kept losing. Okay. Look at my nails. I broke so many nails because I was full on forcing my friends to fight me on this raft. Like I do not know. I wasn't drinking anything I don't normally drink, but I was just fired up. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna talk about something that I've talked about before on this podcast, but I just love what they're doing over at Noom. You've heard me rave about it, and I wanna tell you a little bit more. It all starts with food, or more so eating, really, and what our relationship with that looks like. And I know for some people, eating can be an emotional experience. It can be something that you turn to during a high in your life, maybe a celebration. It can also be something that you run to during a low in your life. But here's the thing. Everyone's different. So when it comes to managing your weight, it makes sense that Noom has taken a very, very personalized psychology-based approach. Noom is really upping the game in such a positive way in regards to weight management. Because you know how a lot of those weight programs out there focus on what you eat? Well, Noom is using science to help you understand why you eat. And those are two very, very different things. And I feel like it's important to understand the difference, which Noom is doing with their psychology-based approach that helps you build better habits and better behaviors that are easier to maintain. Easier because they simply become part of your day-to-day life. Because that's what we should be focusing on. Not these short-term easy fixes, but truly building habits that will last a lifetime. James is obviously in the health and fitness world, and he's always telling me that it's the habits that you build that produce the real results. Not when you're just trying to change the number on the scale, but changing our mentality overall. Noom is super personalized as well. You've got coaches there helping you every step of the way, and they're humans, not robots. The best part is you get to decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. So it's great for anyone out there who thinks they might be too busy for this. I promise they make it nice and easy. They break down your eating choices and they help you better understand understand why you might be having certain cravings. Also, the steps they give you are going to be ones that you can apply and put into practice on day one. So no waste in time. What are you waiting for? Sign up for your trial today at noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Um, and then the dive. I'm never going to shut the fuck up about being able to dive because I... I've always known, I've always known I had it in me. Okay. I always knew I could dive. What's that clip of uh, Kendall Jenner? It's so embarrassing. It's such pick me energy. It's when she's like, I have, um, it, it's a sound that went viral on TikTok. She's like, you know, like I'm, I'm like an athletic freak. Like basically like 98% of my body is more athletic than most humans in like their big toe. Like I have the athleticism ability I have. I'm like, it's like, so it's so bad. Whatever she says, it's like, so like I am queen of the world. Anyways, All I'm saying is I absolutely knew I had the body type that I could, if I could dive, I could dive. You know what I mean? If I could just do it, I'd really be doing it. So that's why I keep trying. And I just think it's funny because I just have no fear about like face planning, belly flopping, whatever. So I'm just like, y'all have all seen the videos of me in Dubai, like just jumping off of like a super high diving board off a boat and being like, I'm just going to try. And then at one point when I finally tried to dive seven or eight times and couldn't dive, someone was like, you know what would be so much easier? I just realized that you should try to do instead of diving. I was like, what? They're like a back dive. And I was like, it's so true can't do a frontwards dive a backwards dive is what will be easier I'll do that like what in the fuck is that kind of logic but I did it and every time I do one of these days I wake up the next day and feel like I was hit by a fucking truck and it is nobody's fault but my own but I did eventually and here's the craziest thing I grew up on the lake my sister okay my sister who's two and a half years older than me Emery she is a professional swim coach she that is her profession Okay. She wakes up every day, goes to work her job. She's a swim coach and I can't dive. I'm embarrassing the family at this point. You know what I mean? So, and my brother is like, you can't dive. I'm like, no, where did the, where did we generationally miss the boat here? Like, what was I doing? I was probably like, I don't want to, I wanted to swim. Um, anyways, I, 
asked Mary Carlock to seriously teach me. I was like, teach me for real. Like, like I, I know it's always funny and I'm always trying, but we teach me for real. And she's like, I'll teach you for real. And by like the fifth time, thank God someone had it on camera. I dove. I dove like a graceful swan and I'm really proud of myself. So that was a really exciting moment for the trip. Um, like I said, I just, I, I kept asking people to fight me on the mat. You know what I mean? When I say fight, like, like let's all stand on those little like pedal. Um, what are they called? Those little, uh, uh, what are they, not puddle, not pedal. They're called lily pads. <laughs> those little like lily pads, but it was like a harder surfaced one and you blow it up and put it at the end of the boat. And we were, we were, I was shaking my ass on a yacht and then I was fighting people on the lily pads. I just really, I couldn't be stopped. Then I had the smartest idea. I was like, well, first of all, I remember my full panic about forgetting about the trip and then deciding to pack and then go on the trip and make it work, which again, so happy I did that. I will say I did have to change my flight because originally we were all going Friday, Saturday, Sunday was the party bus to Palm beach and all that stuff. And then everyone was leaving Monday morning. And I realized one, I have to podcast on Monday. I have to run through the live show for real. And, um, I'm just like, keep having this blind confidence that everything's going to work out. I have all the segments mapped out, but I don't want to like memorize anything for the live show. Sorry. I'm just kind of giving you guys my like, um, like word vomit train of consciousness. And I'm just thinking like, if I try to memorize too much stuff, it'll sound like weird slam poetry night, uh, in college. And I don't want to memorize anything. So I'm just going to have my segments, tell some stories, hopefully make you guys laugh. Bada bing, bada boom. We're going to do it. So producer Courtney is looking at me like, Oh my God, please plan more. Please for the love of fuck, please plan. Um, so anyways, I did decide to be responsible and come back on Monday. So I text the girls. I say, I'm so sorry. I forgot about the trip. LOL, smiley face. Um, I am coming and I am changing my flight from Sunday mor or Monday morning to Sunday, to which I received a text back from Mary Carlisle. You fucking bitch. You are the one who told us to get a party bus and drive to Palm Beach on Sunday. I was like, that is a good reminder. I had to change my flight again because I had already changed the flight from Monday to Sunday like afternoon. There was actually a flight. I was like, how lucky how lucky am I? There is a flight that leaves from, um, West Palm beach where we flew into leaves at 8 PM on Sunday, connects in Atlanta, then goes to Nashville. I'm going to get in at midnight, but I was like, how lucky I'll still be able to have my big Sunday fun day party bus to Palm beach and do all the things with my friends. I'll still have that day. And then I'll just go straight from the airport to West Palm beach airport. This is so smart. I'm a genius. Thank God this flight exists. She said, because she's a fucking idiot. I don't regret staying Sunday. Sunday was one of the most fun. It was the day. If you watch my story, it was the day that I was dancing on the toilet. Don't know how it didn't fall. Everyone was messaging me. I can't believe you didn't shatter all your veneers when you were chugging your rosé on a moving party bus. I couldn't be stopped. Like I said, I was just going feral. And I, I, I am not sad that I didn't do that. One thing I should have done, I should have forced my ass. I should have forced my ass to take like a 6 a.m. flight on Monday, right? Like I should have forced myself to just get up, hungover, get on the plane and just get back here this morning, like early, early this morning. But instead I thought I was a genius and I was like, Oh my God, I'll still be drunk in the airport. This will be so perfect. Like I'll be like, I, I, I like being drunk in an airport anyways. This will be great. I'll spend less money in the airport cause I'll already be drunk. This is great. So I do, I go, we go to brunch. We go to the bars after this like place called one, two, three, this place called avocado grill. I mean, there's CO2 fucking cannons everywhere having the time of our lives. And then I am properly fucking drunk, right? I go, I had my luggage. I brought my luggage to the bar. I was like, Hey, listen up. We're holding this somewhere in the storage closet because I got to go to the airport after this, but I'm trying to fucking 
wiggle my dick around. And they're like, okay, why did I say that? I don't know why I said that, but I was trying to party. Okay. I think I was trying to say party my dick off. <laughs> wiggle my dick around. What? Oh my God. Am I still drunk? Perhaps. So anyways, I was like going straight from the airport. I change into like cozies and then I go to the airport properly drunk. I show up to the airport. I'm living La Vida Loca. I order a pizza. I get on my flight. Here's the problem. Here's the issue. I was in the airport or and or on a plane and or in an Uber from 6 p.m. Because, yeah, I left at like 6 p.m. 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Let me tell you what happened in the course of those seven hours. And, yeah, I just said seven that fast because I fucking can do math. So I, within that span of seven hours, I went to the airport drunk. I became less drunk. I became fully undrunk and like low-key miserable and kind of like had a little bit of anxiety. Maybe I should have kept drinking. Then in that same span, I then became hungover, right? I'm now hungover in the airport and on a plane. Then I land. Oh, the fucking Atlanta was miserable. I was still drunk on the plane. I watched this old movie that my mom's obsessed with called Beaches with Bette Midler. I don't know. I was, people were probably like, what is she watching? But I was watching that. The flight there, like I said, I was still pretty buzzed, was like not an issue. It was when I landed in Atlanta at 1045 p.m. and all of the drunkenness had worn off and all of the stores were closed. All the restaurants were closed. Everything was closed. And then the layover Atlanta was an hour and I was just sitting there with my thoughts. Oh, also, I was the dumb bitch that forgot her phone charger, but I couldn't buy one at the airport because all the stores were closed. And so I had like 9% of my phone that I was I had to keep alive until so until I got back to Nashville so I could call an Uber. So um, because I was at 1 a.m. so I didn't make James come pick me up I know y'all are thinking why didn't James come get you because I don't know it was one in the morning I was like sleep babe I'll we go to bed at like 9 p.m. I was like you go to sleep and I'll uber no problem you know I'll, I'll be safe I'll order an uber block that'll be way too expensive and I'll be safe so anyways I can't be on my phone I'm sitting in here during the flavor being like I'm so fucking bored and now kind of feeling hungover how am I already hungover and then I get on the plane they're like sorry our seat back entertainment flight entertainment is not working I'm like oh my god there's nothing worse than sitting there with your thoughts and I and, and like the headspace that I was in, like I was, I was like, oh my God, this is what people like really experience when they experience like full anxiety. Like I was just on this plane being like, give me the fuck off this plane. Give me the fuck off this plane guy beside me. I wasn't going to be that girl and try to talk to him. It was fucking 1230 at night. He would have been like, ma'am, don't do that. Don't do that. But I wanted to strike up a conversation with anyone. There is quite literally nothing better than when a company that I am already obsessed with and use all the time decides that I could talk about them on my podcast. I mean, working with Drizzly, my favorite alcohol delivery app, is a dream come true, baby. I legit have been using them since they started. It makes my life so much easier. It has been my go-to app for drink delivery for years because it's simply the most convenient way to get beer, wine, and spirits delivered right to your doorstep whenever you want it. There have been so many times that I've been at a friend's house and they forgot something from the store or something like that happens. And they're like, oh no. And then they're like fighting with their husband who has to go back, whatever. And I'm like, you guys, wait, Drizzly exists. Use Drizzly. They're like, what's that? And I'm like, um, the best invention ever. I've used Drizzly so many times for gifts too. Like it is my go-to gift giving because who doesn't love to get a little, a little booze, a little something special as a gift, housewarmings, engagements, like any on the fly thing, birthdays, whatever, you name it. It is just the perfect thing when you're a last minute girly like me, because you can get it in a flash or just schedule it ahead. If you're a planner, it can be delivered whenever you want. 
I've had it delivered to me too. I've had it as gifts where we're like, I get a drizzly delivery and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love alcohol as a gift. When I'm running around my house before hosting a party, you name it, there's just inevitably something that I'm going to forget because I love to host, but I, I'm just like all over the place. So I'd be forgetting things. I am genuinely so thankful that drizzly exists to fix all my problems. And the selection is amazing because it's all broken down in the app by like sections, wine, beer, etc. You just type in exactly what you're looking for and then they'll see which store nearby you has it. I've been a fan forever. So like I said, I just love the opportunity to talk about Drizzly with you guys. And I've been using my own discount code lately. Okay. So obviously I'm going to share it with y'all. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and use code probably to receive $5 off or $0 delivery fee off your next order. Must be 21 or older, not valid in all states. Codes cannot be combined with any other offers. Not valid at all retailers. Code expires 9823 at 1159 PM EST. And so I land in uh, Nashville and then I love, I love it here. I love being in Franklin, but Franklin, the one amazing thing about Nashville is the Nashville airport. You're 15 minutes away from it. Like that has just always been really nice. The Nashville airport's 15 minutes away from downtown Nashville or anywhere in Nashville really. So now we're about 35 minutes away. So I finally land. Thank God I only had to carry on packing queen. And I was like, you know what? Um, this is going to be the worst ride of my life. It was fine. The Uber driver was really nice. And I chatted with him and he had a charger, which was nice. I got home last night around one in the morning. And I mean, I was like, I'm, I'm not okay. Like I was not fucking okay. But that was a girl's trip. That was the trip moving forward. I will never do that to myself again, because I think I'm the kind of person who would rather wake up hellaciously early than, than force myself to fighting sleep is so much harder to me than just like waking up and getting less sleep is so much harder than fighting sleep. Maybe that's like a really niche thing that other people don't feel, but like uh, fighting sleep is so fucking hard for me. Um, okay. People also ask, how are you not exhausted with all your travel? Here's the thing. I fucking am. I'm so tired. I'm tired all the time. What do I, what do I keep doing though? Going nonstop. And then I'll complain. I'm so tired. And then someone will be like, you want to go do this? And I'm like, absolutely. Can't be stopped. I don't know. I just feel like I do have a lot of friends who have like, I said like kids and responsibilities and they're always saying some shit to me, like do it while you can. And so I just keep doing that fucking like tenfold. And then here I I'm exhausted, but it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Um, but just at the best, even though I'm tired, I just had the best time ever. And I'm just thankful that I have the opportunity to do all these things and go all these places and, you know, live the life that I live. Okay. Um, let's talk about a little bit of pop culture. Why don't we things that happened while I was gone and, or just this week and God, you know what? God bless not skinny, but not fat, who is an amazing follow on Instagram and also has a podcast that is amazing that I'm sure you guys all know about on dear media, because that is how I get all of my information. And she's always thinking what we're thinking, but she does like the groundwork. You know what I mean? She's, she's out there in the outfield field malls and really just giving us all of the information directly to our faces. And I love that about her. So I was looking at her stories and catching up with the, with the goss, the 411 Hollywood and I saw Ariana Grande got divorced. Uh, no shade, but wasn't like surprised. I just feel like she's been engaged a couple times. She got engaged. She got engaged and married. Not de- not young. I think she's actually my age. But I just wasn't like, <gasps> what? I was like, oh, that's sad. Bummer. Then we see all the things happening with her wicked co-star, aka SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, it's cra- it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me, you know, because I know we all have a type. I know one thing about me. I love a funny guy. I told you guys, if you're funny, looks for me out the window. So I don't want to say anything too rude here. But what I will say is, one, it's so crazy how messy it is with like 
the wife and the kid and like the fact that like clearly her and the guy got divorced around the same time and like apparently Ariana was like hanging out with um the wife and son at some points which is like so messy but like overall I just the guy that she is in this affair with now and I was trying to talk to producer Courtney about it and I was like I don't know how to say it the way I want to say it because I never want to be too shallow I never want to say anything too mean but like I think the best way I could put it is I don't think he would ever like this man is absolutely never going to be mistaken for someone attractive. So originally I said Brad Pitt, but like, let's just full on like, this is crazy to me. Like I really would love to meet this guy because I bet he's a fucking gym. You know what I mean? He's got to be, I want to know the game he's spitting. He should, he should start like a, a a masterclass. He's like, like I am, I literally play SpongeBob SquarePants because like a massive group of professionals and industry leaders decided I give off SpongeBob SquarePants energy and he's still pulling Ariana Grande. So if you're giving off SpongeBob SquarePants energy, look like SpongeBob SquarePants and played him in a Broadway musical and you're pulling Ariana Grande, you should have a masterclass on spitting game, dude. Like you really should. So this is, I know that sounded kind of mean in the beginning, but I'm really spinning this into a positive. I'm really impressed with his, I'm not impressed with him most likely cheating on his wife and small baby child that they have together. But other than that, I'm pretty impressed with the game spitting. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. So that happened. And then what else has been going on in the universe? Oh, man. Another thing me and producer recording were talking about before this. The aliens, like not the U.S. government just straight up telling us like, yeah, by the way, which I am almost positive they announced this years and years ago, like confirmed, like there are definitely aliens. Like we are not withholding that information from you. We can confirm. Yes, there is other life out there. No one was like, what? I think we were all just like, it's about time y'all stop fucking lying. Y'all stop lying. And so no one, I don't think it like shocked the world. But I think this is getting bigger because it's like there's a whistleblower aspect to it. And this guy basically comes out and says, like, yeah, I literally was in the army. I was a part of a mission squadron of the army that fully just like found these alien crashes, bodies, spaceships, alien bodies. And then they just like straight up were like, yeah, let's investigate them. And then like not tell anyone like we did. I feel like we definitely had the right to know that. I get it that it might have taken them if they wanted to find out more and more and then tell us one day, but clearly they were never going to tell us because he just like whistle blew, you know? All right. You guys have never met a bigger fan of element than the Ford Middleton Monaco household. Okay. Because we cannot stop using them. I'm so excited to get to work with this brand because I have seriously been a lover of their products for so long. You know me, I am the consumer. So element is legit. The queen of electrolyte replenishment. It is like just amazing. Okay. It's spelled L M N T element get it. It's really cute packaging too. And I just, I just am the consumer. Okay. I really like their packaging and you've probably seen this before. I got turned on to them by none other than Taylor because she was obsessed with them during her pregnancy, but then James became their biggest fan too. So I was literally, they're just all over the house. Biggest thing that sets them apart though, from the other electrolyte drink mixes, there's absolutely no sugar, zero, just salt to replace all that lost sodium. There's no artificial ingredients, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, honestly, just no BS. The reason it's so important to have electrolytes in our system is because they facilitate so many different functions in our body. The conductive of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Now I'm no scientist and I just said a lot of big words that are all above my pay grade, but let me tell you something. 
I know those things are important, okay? And I personally love chugging some Element Mix in my water before and after I drink wine. It's just always helped me not have a headache the next day. And it helps with sleeplessness. So I love that. James is obsessed with Element after his workouts because when you sweat, you are losing all of those electrolytes. And it's the loss of sodium. So we got to replace that so we don't get cramps and fatigued and all those other annoying things that come with working out. Everyone is using Element, by the way. So jump on the train. You got pro athletes using it, Olympic athletes, even the Navy SEALs drink it. So you know the stuff is good. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a little salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com probably. The deal is only available through my link, by the way. So you have to go to drinklmnt.com slash probably. Also, Element offers no questions asked refunds. So try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You've literally got nothing to lose. Okay. So go to drinkelement.com slash probably. So here's my question. I got a couple questions. I wish more than anything Anna Grace was sitting beside me right now because she is literally an alien and I think she's duped all of us and she's like no seriously I swear to god I'm a human but really like she's a fucking alien and um I I just have some questions for her because she would have some really good insight here's my immediately my first question for producer Courtney when we were chatting about it I was like so also they've said they found these alien spaceships right like these crashes there's no way that every time an alien spaceship ufo whatever there's no way that every time one crashed it just so happens that people that found it were also u.s government or army right or this like mission-based team there's no way so obviously something would crash a, a civilian would find it and so then how do we not hear about that and then i was like oh duh because they were probably like weird this just crashed what is this i'm calling 911 they call 911 911 is like thank you so much we're gonna send someone out the army's like wow yes this does look like a you kill them that's then they're not talking now they're not talking because they don't know because they're dead so i'm just feeling like i'm feeling like there's more i want to know and another thing i'm happy about i'm happy i've never personally found a ufo with alien bodies inside because one i think it'd be pretty sad like i get really sad when i pass a deer on the side of the street if i had seen aliens dead i would have been freaked out grossed out and sad and in danger because i guarantee they shut you up if you're the one that found it and I just want to know more. I'm so wildly like invested and also like kind of scared, but we, I don't know how aliens aren't like wanting to not come here. Like, why are they even coming here? Maybe they're like grabbing stuff, but you would think that they would see our debauchery and it would be like feral Shannon and Jupiter this past weekend. They'd be like, Oh, that's interesting to watch from afar, but I don't know if we really need to dive in. We need to get in the spaceship and go see it up close. But maybe some of the aliens were bored and they just wanted to like check us out. I don't know. It's it's nuts to me. And I would just die to know who walking among us are aliens other than Beyonce because she's for sure an alien in like the best way possible. Um, yeah, aliens, Ariana Grande and Jupiter, Florida. Oh, my. This has been an episode that I've been really excited about in the way that I mean I haven't been at all because I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about but one thing about me I could talk to you guys forever and I got a message earlier that said I love when you do solo podcasts because I feel like I'm on FaceTime with you and if you did ever FaceTime me for 50 minutes this is what it would be like my brain will go doop boop bop boop all over the place and um it's funny because James now that he's like Obviously, we it's, it's like anytime we travel together, we live together, but we travel so much and we're finally just like sitting put for a tiny bit. And the, like the way that he's like 
Shannon. Oh, and I'm in America, which means I'm on the same time zone as my friends. He's like, I think it's, it's it's sweet because he says it's cute. He's not like annoyed by it. He's like, it is so cute how much you talk to your friends. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you will get on FaceTime and you will literally talk to Taylor for an hour on FaceTime. And then she'll come over and y'all will hang out for three hours. What are y'all talking about? I was like, my guy, what aren't we talking about? Okay. All of it. Absolutely all of it. Same thing with Anna Grace. I'll face Anna Grace. I'm like, whoopsie, where did the three hours go? Where does the time go? I just could talk and talk and talk. So I guess, you know, it's a good thing that I have a podcast. And thanks for listening. And I've told you before, I'll say it again. Sometimes I'm like, oh, solo podcast. Like, does anyone even like these? So thanks for making me feel like I'm just on FaceTime with all of you guys through this camera. I love you so very much. I'm sorry this episode was cut a teeny tiny bit short, but um, I'm running on motherfucking fumes. Love you. Bye.